Good evening, Rabbi Isai. So last night, in here, Perigimel, we began discussing the first of seven differences, seven superior aspects of the person who serves Hashem from the motivation of Seichel, because he understands that this is the right thing to do, and that's the truth, truthful thing to do, and the, uh, the obligation, the sin of the obligation comes from his intelligence. There's so much good that Hashem has given to us, we must repay, we must do back to Hashem as much as we can. There's a, what he called a lower level, and that is someone who is compelled to do so, because the Torah demands it, and the Torah says, you better do it, it's for your good, and it's to save you from any terrible uh, outcomes that could happen in this world, the next world. So, we understand already that's a lower level, that's a shaloy l'shmo level, that's for a ulterior motive, and the higher level of just doing it purely for the sake, because that's what really my seichel dictates, my seichel tells me, my intellect tells me that that's what I have to do, and therefore I'm not doing it for any covet, for any honor, I'm not doing it to get uh, any reward or not get a punishment, that's the higher level, that is the level of lishma. So, let us just discuss for a moment a beautiful idea that really pertains, it's in Yonah Diyema, very timely, that pertains to the Yom of Shuas, Haba that's going to be just uh, in a couple of nights from now, we will have the Yom of Shuas. And this will be the last year before Shuas, so let us discuss this idea. You know, one of the reasons that we lane Megillas Rus on Shavuos, we find many different reasons in Chazal. One of the reasons is a pretty obvious one if we think about it, that Rus was a ger, a geiris, she was a convert, and Klal Yisrael and Matan Torah were also gerim. We were gerim. We read in the end of Parshish Mishpatim that Meshrabenu had to do the process of Gerus. We had to bring a carbon as a Ger would bring. We did Tevila, we did Mila as a as a Ger would do. For those that are learning Dafyemi, about uh, 40 blot ago, it came up and then the Daf Mem, Mem Vov, Mem Zayin over there, the, the Sugya talks about it. And we learned a lot of halakas of Gerus of conversion from being a non-Jew to a Jew from Rus herself, Rus Hamoyavia, Rus the Moabite. So since the whole Megillus Rus talks about Rus, and Matan Torah is correlated to that through us becoming Gerim, converts, so therefore we read it. But the Maharal, in his Sefer Guru Arya in Parshish Vayigash, has a monumental Chiddush, something very novel, you have to be as great as the Maral from the 1600s. We know his greatness to be able to say such a thing. It's a Chiddush, not only in the idea of it, but even it's a Chiddush La'alocha. And he says like this, he asks a question that we find, if you read Sefer Beratius, so you find that Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, in that era, that seemingly, there seems to be a contradiction. On the one hand, we're told that the Ovois or Mekayim Kola Terekula. The Gemara Numach of Chesem Bey says it specifically about Avram Avinu. Avram Kiem Kola Terekula Afilo Erev Tavshilin. 
even the Rabbonans that were going to yet be in the future, be revealed by the Rabbonan, be legislated by the Rabbonan, Avram Avinu kept it all. And the understanding is like most understand, Yitzchak, Yaakov, the Shvatim, they all kept the Torah. So if they did keep the Torah, indeed they kept the Torah before it was given, so then how could it be Yaakov Avinu married two sisters, Shimon told Mary Dina, that's what uh, this portion in, Va- in Vayigash when he brings it out. Shimon married Dina. Shimon married Dina was his sister. It was his sister from the same mother, same father. It wasn't even a half sister. How could that be if they kept the whole Torah? So then, how could it be that they seemingly did things that the Torah prohibits? Specifically in relationships. So the Maral tells us well, another Gemara in Yavamis. The Gemara in Yavamis, several places. The first time that we have a halacha ger shenis gayer kikoton shenoladam that a person who converts it's as if he was just born ger shenis gayer kikoton shenoladam he's all machlekes later in the Gemara that machlekes rabbech and rishlokish if a if a non-Jew has children from his marriage to his non-Jewish wife and then the whole family converts has he fulfilled the mitzvah of Piri Yavarivya and the Gemara says according to one opinion no because Gershon is Gair in other words since he just converted it's as if he was just born and he is by himself he halachically he doesn't have a kurva relationship he doesn't have a familiar relationship with his children. And therefore could be he's not Mekayim, the mitzvah of Peru of having children. But if that's true, Gershon is when a Ger converts, he therefore is considered an, an entity unto himself. He has no relationship with his sister either. And therefore, from the Torah standpoint, he's allowed to marry his sister. And that's why Yaakov Avinu was allowed to marry two, two sisters, Rachel and Leah. And if you hold Bill and Zilpah were also sisters, because they all converted. They all became Gairim. And therefore there's no relationship anymore. And Shimon can marry Dina. Now when did they become Gairim? How did they become Gairim? Says the Maral. When they accepted upon themselves to keep the Torah, they became Gairim. And therefore, they are now halakhically not related to one another and therefore it was permissible to marry. Tremendous Chiddush. But with that Chiddush comes... So the Maral asks on himself, one second, if that's so, we know, like we just mentioned a moment ago, that all of Klal Yisrael became Gerim and Mantera. If so, really, they were all, first of all, none of them were Mekayim Peruravu. Secondly, they, why can't they just intermarry with one another? And yet the Gemara tells us clearly, based on the Pasuk and Parshas, they were all crying. When they got the Torah, they said, oh, all of a sudden, there are a whole Parsha of Arayis. There's the, there are, are certain relationships that one cannot marry. No more. You can't marry your aunt. Certainly you can't marry a sister, a mother, etc. Yeah, that became forbidden. Certain relationships they weren't accustomed to to refrain from marrying. Now they can. And it says they were very upset about it. So the Maral said, I don't understand. I just told you a ger is considered like a katan. It's like it's that he was just born. There's no one who's related to him. So why would it be us, sir? That's his kasha. 
says the Maral, an unbelievable Kiddush. That the Gerus that took place in Matan Torah was not the same Gerus that took place by the others, by the forefathers, by the patriarchs, the matriarchs, the Shvatim. The Gerus by Matan Torah was a forced Gerus. Like we're told in Gemara and Shabbos, Kofalem Har Kigigas who held the mountain over our heads and says, Do you want to accept the Torah? Yeah, we do. Good. Otherwise, Shom Otherwise, Hashem says, going to bury you over here. However, we understand the Pshat. The Maral really understands it. Says elsewhere, he explains the Pshat. Not that they were forced by that, but it was so clear to them that, of course, they're going to accept it. But it was out of being compelled. It was out of being forced. Says the Maral, you only get the status of Gershon as Gershon. You only get the status of being considered a born-again person a new entity, as if this is a new person, it's a new neshama, if you accept the Torah with geiris, with conversion, willingly. The Avais were not forced. They said, we on our own, and their own volition, they said, we want to accept this Torah. And therefore, it's, it, there's a transformation in the person. And therefore, the Torah views him as not related to his sister anymore. He, he and his sister both did it together, both converted together, even if one of them technically would be. It's since they did it on their own, they considered a brand new person. As opposed to Klal Yisrael and they did convert. There was a conversion process, but that was done out of being compelled to do it, being forced to do it. And therefore, that doesn't have a complete transformation in the person himself, and therefore he's still related to his sister, to his aunt, etc. Unbelievable Kiddush. This is what comes out from the Maral. And therefore he explains, that's why the Ovis were able to marry their sister, their aunt, their, their uh, etc. As opposed to Claudius Yisrael, they were not able to do that. This is what the Maral says. Unbelievable. Which really we now, learning this Chavis of Ovis, we understand that. Because being forced to do something is a Shalai Lushma. Right? When we listen to the Torah because the Torah demands us to do it, because we have to do it, because there's warning of punishment, because there's, there's a promise of reward, that's Shalai Lashma. Yeah, that's out of being compelled. But when you do so, because the Seichel dictates, that's like the obvious. Like we explained before, from the Rabbi Isaac Sher explained this, that the higher level of Seichel, he says, that's the level of the obvious. Exactly like the Maral is saying. That's the level of the obvious. He says, we have the person has to say, When can I reach that level? Now, just to, to add something so beautiful that Mary Virabi the Mashkiach Zogazun explained really pertains to our Kabbalah Satayra on Shavuos because every year we go through Shavuos, we have to accept the Torah again. That's why the Kabbalah Chaim says, the Gemara says, the, that we have uh, this. Uh, Mountain over our heads. It could be it's every year, Shavuos. Shom Tayi Not over here, but over there, wherever you'll be. But there's two ways we can accept the Torah. We see from this morale. We can accept the Torah because, listen, we have to. We, we better. We don't really have a choice. We better do this. Although, who knows what could happen. We could do, accept it that way. Or we could say, regardless of that, we want to accept the Torah like a ger accepts the Torah. You know what the difference is? Let me just share with you a couple of halachas of a of a ger of a convert who is a ger tzedek, a pure ger 
who converts from being a non-Jew to a Jew, not by being forced, not because he wants to make money, not because he wants to marry a certain person. Those are uh, not really totally legitimate conversions. But someone who just, out of the sheer understanding that he wants to be a son or a daughter of the Eberstein. He wants to be a son or the daughter of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, so, he, so they convert. And he knows that it's going to be a hard life. It's not going to be easy. It's part of the things we tell the, the, the prospective Ger. You know, it's not a, an easy life being a Jew. You know, we've been persecuted and we're downtrodden. Not easy. He says, no, but I want to do it anyway. I'd rather be like that than be some very wealthy and a prosperous non-Jew. So we accept him. Such a Ger, you know what the Allah is? We have a special mitzvah in the Torah, es hager, and you shall love the convert. The Rambam says, listen to the wording, when we have to love another Jew, what does it say? You should love to your friend. When it comes to the ger, it says, es hager. What's the difference? That says you should love your friend by doing things for your friend or by feeling things for your friend. Feel good about his success. Feel bad about his failures. You should do things to him. Do things for him. You should love the person himself for his essence. You want to know where else it says the Rambam says these are equated. Listen to the Rambam in his Sefer HaMitzvahs. Mitzvahs Asei Reish Zayin. He says, In many Medrashim, it's explained that Hashem were commanded in our, in our uh, having to do with the, with the Ger, in our acceptance of the Ger, in our love for the Ger, Hashem commands us to love the Ger as He does to love Him. Like it says, It's like That's a lower level. That's what the, the, the Rambam says. And finally, something that the Sharei Tshuva, the Rabbeinu Yoyin writes in Shar Gimel, when he talks about this mitzvah of not Oppressing a ger, not saying a sharp word to a ger, and the mitzvah of loving a ger. And he says, you know why? There's a special mitzvah. There's already a mitzvah to love every yid. And now that he's a ger, he's included in every yid. So what do I need another mitzvah? Says Rabbeinu Yaina, we have to be very careful about a ger. He left his nation. He left his family. And he came to be able to be under the wings of the Shechina Kaviyokal, to be part of our nation. Like it says in Rus, You forsook your father, your mother, where you grew up, and you went in with a nation that you didn't know, that you weren't aware of, and now you're just coming, you're, you're, a, you're a newbie over here. And he says, and the Medrash says, you know why we tell Rus, you're going to have full reward. Because you came to be able to be 
under Hashem's protection and part of his nation. Marshal. We give a marshal. What do we need a marshal for? Sounds already glamorous on its own right. Listen to the marshal. Says the marshal Litzvi, there was a once a goat. Shabola Eder came to a flock. Visham a goat decided to leave its own pack for whatever reason left the goats and he started to come and mingle amongst the sheep. And the shepherd took pity on this goat. It's different than all of these sheep. It's not the same. doesn't have the same customs. Some has different men hug him, you know. Eats cheesecake or not. It's very different than its surroundings. But it left you know, it's interesting, the goats, they run around freely all over the place. The sheep, they're always huddled together. You know, it's like a whole pack of sheep huddled together, moving slowly. And this goat could have stayed climbing the mountains, prancing around, along freely, and it decided to come join the sheep for whatever reason. So the shepherd says, wow, it left its place of comfort and coming and, and is being a little bit squished over here, being a little uncomfortable. Oh, I have to take special care for this one. And interesting, Marshall. Say, Chazal say, that's the Marshall of the Ger. The Ger left a, a life of freedom. He could do whatever he wants. He can go wherever he wants. And he came, and now his life is limited. But he did so for the right reason. And because he left the, the freedom of that life and all of his family, and all of his nation, and all community, and he came to be part of the Jewish nation, we have to have special ahava for that person. So really, in closing, we have a choice on Shavuos, what kind of ger we want to be. We could be the gerim of Bnei Yisrael, that we were forced into this, like you know, the Torah says, listen, it's another year, another Shavuos, Tavshim Pei Beis, should we take it or not? Uh, not much of a choice. We might as well go with it. The alternative doesn't sound so good either. Or we could say, the Seichel says, of course. Of course, I want to do everything that Akash Baruch commands me. Of course I want to do it. I want to be a Ger. I want to be a Ger Tzedek. Now, well, technically, luckily, we can't be a Ger if we were born a Jew. But the feelings of Gerus, the feeling of coming and wanting to even leave, had we had the other choice, we still would come, that we could be. And that type of ger, you see how much a Baruch cares for that person. You see how much a Baruch who respects that person says, this person needs like me. This person, you have to love him like you love Hashem. You have to love the essence of the person because of what he has done. Well, I'll hear Rabbi Isai, a good Tanakh, and a good Shabbos, a good Yom Tif.